I remember in the early 2000s, a foodie, or shall I say fruity, trend was sweeping across Barbados. Red boxes containing small brown fruit were flying off of supermarket shelves and out of vendors' trays. Consumers eagerly shared the contents with family, friends, work colleagues, spreading the gospel that this fruit imported from way across the globe. What was this special fruit? The tamarind. Now, you may be thinking, wait a minute, aren't tamarinds rife in Barbados and the wider Caribbean? And yes, yes they are. They are made into confectionery, tamarind ball anyone? Refreshing juices, created into delicious peppery sauces, boiled to a rich syrup and served over ice cream, or just consumed au naturel, sometimes with a sprinkling of salt. So what caused the fascination or even obsession with the imported variety? Well, the fact that it was sweet, completely, totally, absolutely sweet. Whereas the local variety was tart, sometimes tear-inducing tart, but we enjoyed it anyway. Some may attribute this taste difference to plant variety, soil conditions, but what if it wasn't? What if the difference had a tie to something ancestral or spiritual? I'm Michelle. Welcome to Caribbean Folklore and Mysteries. Let's explore the tale of the tamarind. century, Barbados was a colony under the British Empire. As you would expect of that era, slavery was the rule of the land, sugar was king, and a select group of countries flourished economically from the imbalance of captive and slave labor. In the parish of St. Peter, an inconsequential event at the time occurred on Haywood's plantation, but from it came a tangible legacy we see to this day. A male slave was accused by the plantocracy of stealing, stealing a sheep to be exact, an accusation to which he vehemently denied. His pleas of innocence fell to deaf ears and he was trialed, judged and sentenced to death by hanging. This hanging was due to take place on the plantation grounds. With the noose loosely around his neck, but before the final push, he continued his cries of innocence, invoking a curse of vindication upon the tree on which he was about to meet his death. He stated that as a sign of his innocence, the tree will henceforth bear his likeness and never produce sweet fruit again, forever showcasing the unjust act meted against him. Then, he met his death. That tree from which he was hung was the tamarind tree. The fruit it bears is tart, sometimes sour. 
it is said that the shape of the seed to this day resembles that of the head of the unnamed male slave. So, what do you think of the Bajan folkloric take on the tamarind? The full roots of this tale are actually documented in the local museum, which I recommend you visit. The old Haywoods plantation no longer exists or operates as it did centuries ago. On the land to the interior now sits the housing development Haywoods Park. The lands abounding the coast are home to the Almond Beach Resort along with the Port St. Charles Marina, making up a part of the illustrious West or Gold Coast. Now, I have a suggestion for you. Whether you're in BIM, which is our pet name for Barbados, for those that don't know. But anyway, back to my suggestion. Whether you're currently in BIM or plan on visiting, try a tamarind fresh from the tree once they're in season. Savor the fruit in its natural state. Then examine the seed. Does it resemble the shape of a head or does it just look like a seed? Thanks for tuning in and joining me for another episode. Please continue to share these links within your social media circles, with your friends and with your family. If you haven't already, subscribe or follow. I'd really appreciate that. And you can drop me a line on folkloremysteries at gmail.com or leave me a message telling me about stories or characters you'd like me to explore. Until next time, bye-bye.